Hello, welcome to Kid on a Mission. This is your host, Caleb. Today I will be talking to a missionary that has been doing amazing work where God has called them. I'm so excited to see how God will use this story to inspire you. So here we go. Hello, welcome to Kid on a Mission. Today I will be talking to Ryan Woodson. Ryan has a heart for global missions and is involved with various partnerships all over the world. I am really looking forward to hear more of his story. So thank you for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me, Caleb. You're welcome. So let's get started. Tell me a little bit about yourself and how you have became a Christian. Yeah, so I'm 36 years old and um, I was born and raised in Arizona and I've uh, lived here my whole life. And um, I came to know Jesus uh, in 2009. And um, for me, I grew up in a Christian home, um, but there was no personal relationship with Jesus. And uh, it wasn't until 2009 that, that that relationship came to to be and um, it radically changed my life. Um, it changed who I am, what I do. Uh, it changed the things I love and am passionate about. And um, my life hasn't been the same ever since. And I'm super grateful for what God has done in my life and, and changing who I am, uh, forgiving me of all the things that I've done and just um, super grateful for where I'm at right now in life and just serving him and loving him and, and loving people and um, enjoying my relationship with Jesus. So it's been a, it's been over 10 years now that I've come to know Jesus and um, I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and how God called you to be a missionary? Yeah. So shortly after giving my life to Jesus in 2009, I um, just started to pray about uh, going on vacation and um, spending my time and money how I wanted to. And uh, as I was planning a, a vacation trip of my own just to go away and uh, enjoy uh, a trip, God really started convicting me of how I spent my time and money and what I was doing with my life and um, just started praying how I should spend uh, his money and his time uh, and uh, shortly after that, uh, I went to a young adults group where a gentleman was talking about an opportunity to go to Uganda, which is in East Africa, uh, on a short-term trip for about two weeks. And um, was just praying about it and felt really convicted that that's what he wanted me to do. And um, that was my kind of first trip I ever went on. That was probably eight, nine years ago. And uh, God used that trip to just open my heart to loving people from all over the world. And just kind of from that moment on is kind of set my heart on fire for people um, around the world. Uh, people who don't look like me, talk like me, speak like me, um, who don't think like me. And uh, I've just really enjoyed serving God. Uh, in different areas of the world and yeah so that's how it kind of started it was through conviction of what I should do with my time and my life and 
after I went on a short missions trip, uh, that was kind of it. I was, I was hooked. Oh, can you tell me a story when you went on the trip to Uganda? Yeah, just cool how God works and how He um, organizes and orchestrates so many different things. Um, whether that being being out in the middle of a village and trying to travel home on the back of a motorcycle in a rainstorm um, and not knowing where you're going to sleep if you're going to make it back to the town um, just so many ways God has shown up in different circumstances whether that be times when you're sharing the gospel and God just shows up and does amazing things God got protection um, in so many different ways when you're out there um, yeah, I've many stories in Uganda and other places as well. What's one of your favorite stories of any place that you've been to? And- yeah. So one of my favorite stories, and it happens to be one of my favorite people that I've ever met, um, was a lady named Sabina. Uh, she lived out in one of the villages I was going to in Uganda. And Sabina was a witch doctor. And one day she was listening to us teach and talk about Jesus and how there's joy and peace and um, excitement when you know Jesus and that you can live in freedom and have that peace and have that joy. And after we got done talking, she came up to me and the translator and wanted to know how she can experience that peace and joy that we were talking about. And, um, We just shared with her how she can give her life to Jesus, uh, how she could walk away from being a witch doctor. And um, the next day we ended up having her come back to where we were meeting and gathering. And she ended up bringing um, all of the stuff that she was using for her her witchcraft. And we ended up burning it. And um, she wanted to walk away from that and just got rid of all of that stuff in her life. And started following Jesus and it was really cool to see the transformation in her life uh, from walking away from that kind of lifestyle and now following Jesus and the excitement and the joy you can see on her face every time I ran into her in the village. Um, I knew the voice when I heard it from a distance and um, it was a it's an awesome story to see how God changes people's lives but it's also just a story of a person who is near and dear to my heart that I still pray for. I have a picture of me and her in my wallet. Um, Yeah, just an amazing thing that God can change anybody's life. And no matter who you are, people want joy and peace in their life. And that came through Jesus. Um, What are some of the popular meals in Uganda? Some of the popular meals in Uganda. Um, I love roasted goat so you can eat goat uh roasted pig pork um they where i lived they had this peanut sauce it was almost like peanut butter and they mixed it with a lot of their dishes and so uh that was really good um Depends on where you're at, not only in Uganda, but in places like I really love Ethiopian food. 
Um, that is my favorite. And a lot of times, you, most of the dishes in most places that I've been to, you eat with your hand. So you have to learn to eat with your hand and not a fork. And um, just different, unique flavors. And um, normally when you eat meat, you end up having to kill the animal and cook it right there yourself. And so, yeah, roasted goat was probably one of the favorites and roasted pork. You could buy that everywhere where I lived. And they had, in Uganda, they had these things called the Ugandan Rolex. Uh, and it was a it was a type of bread that they would roll up eggs, an egg omelet into this piece of bread. And it was kind of like street food that you could eat. And those were really good too. How did people in any place that you've been view and treat missionaries and view and treat the gospel? Yeah, so that's interesting. Um, you know, it just depends on where you go. Um, a lot of major cities, um, I, I haven't run into too much persecution in, in major cities in different countries. Um, obviously, there's a lot of people and places that don't want you there. Um, and so, depending on where you go, you experience acceptance, uh, who people are willing and wanting you to be there. And um, they're, they're encouraged by you being there and they're excited that you're there. And then you go into some places and a lot of times in smaller areas when you go outside of the city into smaller towns and villages is where you experience sometimes people who don't want you there and they verbalize that. Um, sometimes depending on where you go, you have to get approval by like leaders and chiefs in the village. And if they don't want you, then they'll tell you that. And so you experience that in the sense of you're not welcomed and they don't want you there and so you'll move on to a different place um so i've experienced a little bit of it all have you experienced where god is talking to you and what did he say yeah so god has uh used his word the bible many times to speak into my life and uh when I actually decided to move to Uganda for a year, uh, God used Galatians 2.20 to really convict me of how I should just be living for Him. And uh, Galatians 2.20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but I Christ who lives in me. And the life I, which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself up for me. And God has used that verse many times, but uh, more specifically, when I read that verse, that was God's way of telling me and convicting me that uh, this isn't my life and I should be living for Him and doing what He wants me to do. And at that moment, through other circumstances in my life, knew that He wanted me to move to Uganda. And so I did. And um, yeah, many times um, I kind of keep a little journal in my Bible whenever I'm reading my Bible and God convicts me of things and and that's his way of telling me and speaking into my life and so I journal in my Bible dates and little notes of what he was saying to me based on what I was reading and um, so yeah that was one of one of the passages that he's used in my life Galatians 2 20. Oh that's really cool. Mm -hmm. 
homeschooled. So every mm-hmm. Wednesday, we go to this thing. And so we have, like, different classes. And one of the, my classes is called called Journaling Through the Bible. And so we're journaling through Proverbs right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, actually, Proverbs is one of my favorite books of the Bible. And every page is covered with dates and notes and everything. So that's really cool, man. Yeah. You can kind of go back throughout your life and two years from now, you can be journaling in your Bible and then look back and see what God was doing in your life. So, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And what are some of your favorite things to do in your free time? Some of my favorite things to do in my free time. Um, so if I'm in another country, I really enjoy exploring, going out and um whether that's jumping into a taxi, um, going into the marketplaces. I like to experience life like the locals do and um, really just getting to know people that way. And uh, I just enjoy exploring and being adventurous and going out and doing things and uh, seeing things, especially if I'm in an area where there's a lot of local people and just seeing how they live in go about their daily life and then when I'm home uh, when in Arizona I really enjoy uh, I work uh, a a nine to five every day so I'm working and when I'm not working I enjoy going to coffee shops um, and meeting people and and volunteering and spending time there's a lot of organizations here in the Arizona area that work with refugees and so that's always fun as well and um yeah, I just enjoy spending time with people and meeting people. And um, yeah, those are kind of some of the things I like to do. Um, have you ever uh, gone in the jungle for exploring? Yeah, so uh, in Uganda, there is a lot of um, open area. They call it the bush, um, the bush in Africa, or in this case in Uganda where I was at. And so, yeah, you were able to explore a lot. And um, I always had to learn multiple ways how to get home uh, because it has lots of raining days where it just rains all day and uh, the roads flood. And so I was always exploring on different ways I could get home. That way I wouldn't get stuck out in a village. Uh, So yeah, many days in interesting places out there. Have you ever caught something and ate it? (laughs) No, I'm not that crazy. Um, No, nothing like that. Actually, other than what the local people would get and then serve, I haven't myself caught anything wild and crazy and then ate it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So, uh, what are some of the countries that you've been to? Uh, I've been to Uganda. Uh, I've been to Honduras, which is in Central America. I've been to multiple uh, countries in Southeast Asia. Um, One of them being India. The other ones are kind of very restricted and closed off, but they're in the Southeast Southeast Asia area next to India. Um, Yeah. I've spent a lot of time in Uganda. That was kind of where my heart was. Um, But I was doing a lot of other work in the Southeast Asia area, working with uh, pastors and stuff. So, 
Um, do you have any advice for people who want to become missionaries? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I would say if somebody's wanting to become a missionary, I would say to them, become a missionary right where they're at. Um, I see my workplace as my mission field right now uh, because that's where I spend most of my time. Uh, but start being on mission right where you're at. Um, you don't have to move to another country or go visit another country to be a missionary. Um, there's people who need Jesus right next door to where you live or at your school. Um, and so start engaging them and start sharing your faith and um, asking uh, questions about their life and getting to know them. Um, so yeah, I would encourage people to to get involved right where they're at and starting start being a missionary here and now. And um, there's a lot of organizations that you can work with people, uh, especially refugees. Uh, refugees are, are a great way to get to know people from different countries and different places. Um, they sometimes need help when they first come to this country. And so you can help them in that way. And as you help them, you get to know them, you get to know their story, you can share your story. And so volunteering with refugees is a really awesome way as well to um, just help if anybody ever wants to be a missionary overseas, because there's a lot of things that are different when you go to other countries and how you live and how you act and how you do things um, sometimes hurts or helps uh, your gospel opportunities. And so if you learn how to live around other cultures and people from different countries, that would help when you go to traveling and going to different places. So that would be my advice. Um, and is there any missionary of the past that has inspired you? You know, there's quite a lot. Uh, I don't have one particular. Um, I just know over the last hundreds and two, three, four hundred years, God has used a lot of amazing men and women. And it's it's the people that you normally don't hear about that inspire me who who leave leave everything and go to these unknown regions. Uh, yeah, but there's not a book written about them and, and very few people know about them. And so those are the missionaries that inspire me. Um, it's the hundreds and thousands of missionaries that no one knows about, but have made an impact. Um, some of the places that I've been to have already had missionaries there that have made an impact. And so it's cool to see God use people who no one knows um, their name, but yet he uses them. And so no one really in particular. Um, I've read the stories of many other missionaries, but it's it's just a collective of all the people that God has used through the years uh, that I find fascinating. What are some of the different countries that you've been to that said they already got taught a little bit about God from, through other missionaries? Yeah. So, um, where I was at in Uganda, there's, there has been previous missionaries there. Um, a lot of those places are called reached nations and people have been there. Uh, Honduras being one of those countries where missionaries have been and shared their faith. Um, India is another country where missionaries have gone. Um, a lot of times if you're going to a place where missionaries have already been, 
you're you're following up and um a lot of times it's they need they need to go deeper and so it's it's investing in them more than what somebody already has and um reinvigorating their their hope and faith in Christ and um grounding them in God's word um so those are the countries that I've mentioned that are like reach that I've been to um but there's other countries where they haven't ever seen a a person from the United States and they've never heard of the name of Jesus and it's those moments when someone or a village has never heard of who Jesus is uh, where you get to share them and it's just awesome to uh, have those experiences to be the first person to tell somebody about Jesus um and how can kids be praying for other missionaries and supporting you yeah so if kids wanted to be praying for missionaries they can be praying for opportunities to share the gospel um sometimes when you're in different areas um it's harder to share the gospel and so praying for them um praying for missionary kids kids who are with their parents out on the mission field pray for those kids because that's got to be hard to be in a different country in a different culture in a different language and so praying for missionary kids around the world uh would be awesome that they would they would also be used by god not only their parents but the kids can be used by god and um yeah just praying for the safety of missionaries around the world as the interesting things are happening all over the world and um it seems like people are not liking christians more and more and so their safety is important and so be praying for their safety be praying for the kids be praying for opportunities for the missionaries to be sharing their faith um pray for countries who don't want missionaries to be there that god would allow the missionaries to get visas and able to get into the countries so that they can share their faith i think if uh kids were praying for those things that would be awesome to see um and what are some of the countries that are harder to get into because they just don't want you. Yeah, so uh uh some Middle Eastern countries um uh countries in the Middle East are sometimes hard to get into. Um places like China, um a country like Myanmar, where it used to be called Burma, that's in Southeast Asia. Um there's countries that have a very strong um other religion opposite of Christianity and those uh countries are hard to get into uh because the other religion doesn't want Christians to be there there's countries um like China where the government doesn't want Christians to be um and so those are just some examples um and and there's lots of countries out there that don't want people there and um we could definitely be praying for God to open those opportunities up. Um have you done any or lots of missionary work in Burma and China and other places? I have not done anything in China. Uh I have gone to Burma or Myanmar 
um, which was a really cool experience. Um, so yeah, there are opportunities, but sometimes they're there and the next thing you know it, they're not. Um, and so I have been to Myanmar and that's a, it's a really amazing country. Did you bring anybody to God when you were there? Yeah, so people give their life to Jesus. Um, and so that's awesome to see that. And then when you leave, it's cool to see the local people who are already Christians, you let them follow up. And so, um, yeah, absolutely people coming to Christ in Myanmar and uh, wanting to know Jesus more. Uh, one of my favorite missionaries that I've read a book about and watched a show about so his name was Adonaran Judson and so mm-hmm. his wife so the um guy that was taking them on the boat almost didn't want them to go because he thought they were gonna die so he took them from Great Britain all the way to um to Burma and so no one had been a missionary there or no one knew about God there and so when he was there, he was translating the Bible in Burmese, and mm-hmm. uh, he made a, a dictionary for them. But then, mm-hmm. but then he thought they thought that he was um, a spy because there was British warships attacking, and yeah. so so then they captured him, and they and right when his wife was pregnant, and they already brought like, I think one person to Christ then, mm-hmm. and so then they took took him away and then his wife so he made the translation of most of the bible already and so his wife buried it in a hole but then she finally put it in a pillow and gave it to him so he could lay on it and so then eventually they took the pillow from him and then but then his friend that was a christian gave it back to him because he found it and then they let him free because he could speak Burmese and uh, English surrendered for the Burmese. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep, I I knew that name because when I went there, uh, some other Christians would talk about the history of uh, missionaries coming over, and that was one of the names they brought up. And so that's awesome that you've read about that. And um, you could be praying for Myanmar and Burma, uh, same country. You could be praying for them because. Right now they're going through some political and military stuff that makes it harder to get into the country and um, pray for missionaries who are are there and pray for missionaries who want to go there that God would open the door for that. Would you like to pray for us? Yeah, I could pray for us. Heavenly Father, we come before you and we praise you and we thank you. Uh, We thank you that You are the God who is in control of all the world and the universe, Lord. I thank you that you know every single person and that you love them and want to engage them. Um, I just thank you for Caleb and doing this podcast and interested in missionary work and people who are doing things in other countries. And so I just thank you for Caleb and what he's doing and his interests, God. And um, just thank you for this time that we've had. I pray for countries like Myanmar, China, and the Middle East, places that are harder for the name of Jesus to go, um, where people don't want missionaries to be there. God, I pray that you would allow 
for opportunities for people to travel to these countries to share their faith, uh, to share Jesus with people. I pray for the opportunities uh, for missionaries who are already there, God. I pray that you would use them day in and day out, keep them safe while they're in these countries. But God, I pray that you would use them to bring people to know who your son is and what he's done for them, God. I just pray that um, the name of Jesus would just go out to every village and town and city across the world, Father God, and that all would come to know your name and uh, praise you and just enjoy the freedom in Christ of, of having your sins forgiven and the peace that comes with that and the joy that comes with that, God. Just thank you for today and just thank you for what you're doing already around the world, God, and all of the people giving their lives away, whether that's here in the United States or far, far away in another country. Just thank you for this time, God, and we just lift all of this up in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Find more information about this missionary or to connect or even donate, visit our show notes. They would be happy to hear from you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of A Kid on a Mission. I hope that has inspired you to go be a kid on a mission.